Hello, and welcome back to Sarah's Space. Yet again, it has been a bit of a pause since the last time that I produced a podcast and visited Sarah's Space myself. And we are now on podcast number 41. Uh, I don't really have a particular excuse for my absence other than life. Life is uh, unbelievably full and unbelievably busy and a bit frenetic at this time for me. And I'm finding that without a uh, time to pause and breathe, I'm really not going to make that much sense anyways. So why bother speaking aloud uh, in a podcast? But I'm feeling like it's time and I have a moment to breathe right now. And I'd like to share with you a few thoughts regarding uh, advocacy in the sense of advocating for those that are in our care. Um, I just wrote a post, uh, my very first type of post in Facebook yesterday, in which I expressed my feelings in regards to an incident or two incidents that befell my daughter, my nine-year-old daughter in a dance class, two different dance classes, uh, that when she related them to me, I have to openly admit that I was almost brought to my knees. I was definitely brought to tears and had to choke them back in order to relate to her professionally because it was in a class environment in which I am running a homeschool ballet class and there are other people in the room and I wanted her to feel honored and heard without me turning it into uh, such an emotional episode that she would have to find a coping mechanism and then not get through to the other side of what she was dealing with. And I guess the, the residual feelings that I had after digesting what she told me was that not still. And are you kidding me? Are we still going through this? Are we still saying these things? Are we as dancers still hearing these things? And then I had to unwind a great deal of anger and indignant rage, being that I am also a very protective mama. And I am so against that method of teaching on every level and try so hard to open the doors for my students to see their bodies as amazing instruments in which they are a huge part of the acceptance and the beauty that they will then explore. And if they give over the power of, I guess, approval of their physical being, then they lose the ownership of their artistry because there's too many people out there that think that it's okay to comment on other people's physical shapes and um, facility and to, I guess, basically illustrate limitations that they think are inherent and that will prevent the young or not so young dancer from going further. And I disagree with that method to the very end of my days. I really do. I always have. And in my post, I tried to make it clear that now I realize that perhaps 
these conversations that I have with my students in small groups when I'm in the room, these conversations that I have with friends when I'm one-on-one or in a very tiny group, these conversations I have with my daughter, with my loved ones, I think it just needed to be said a little louder and to a wider audience because I, I just can't stand idly by and just let it continue to happen. So having said all that, advocacy, to me that means advocating for those that are in our care. And I happen to be a dance educator, I happen to be a teacher, I happen to be a mentor, a mother, a wife, a friend, a daughter, all these roles, so to speak, all these facets of me carry with them the people that I love in that sphere and care for in that sphere. And thereby, I feel an inherent responsibility to find the words that allow them to feel empowerment and encouragement to move forward with their own sense of voice and strength. And I encourage on every level people to find that for themselves, the pace of that also for themselves. Not everyone comes to a place of feeling enough strength to speak up at the same time. Some people never speak up. Some people just find their own strength to make a decision or a choice that perhaps differentiates them from the choices that were being thrust upon them earlier or the decisions that were being thrust upon them earlier. I, I also, at this point, although I don't think it's really even necessary to, to state, highly disagree with the old tough love uh, principles in mothering, in friendship, in communication in general, and certainly in teaching. So I don't think the break them down to build them up thing uh, has any place in a psychologically healthy world. I think that it is a power game. I think that it is stemming in a need to wield control and authority over another human entity. And I think that the best way to achieve success for each of us is to be given the freedom to find that success. Freedom also means that we will need tools. So telling someone that they're not good enough until you deem them good enough is actually removing tools and giving you the ultimate power to then hand them back, which, yeah, I feel (laughs) passionately against. Uh, I think that there's so much self-doubt inherent in today's society. Uh, I would say that there's almost a crisis happening amongst the young And maybe I shouldn't even say almost. I think there is a crisis happening among the the young, our youth uh, across the board. And let's also say for different reasons. Maybe there's uh, societal constructs or... I'm sorry, I'm going to be drinking water so you're going to hear some sounds of that. Um, Societal constructs or cultural leanings or methods existing within educational institutes that are causing more than there used to be or maybe we're just in a place of being able to recognize it more easily and maybe being able to identify what's going on but self-doubt is the beginning of the loss of self-worth 
and the loss of self-worth leads to so many oh so many dysfunctions so many deep damaging traumatic and possibly um life-ending circumstances and uh, mental disorders and body dysmorphia and eating disorders and depression and suicidal leanings and the list goes on. We as educators, whether it is as a parent, as a formal educator, as someone who moves in society and has a sphere of influence, I believe we have a deep responsibility to human beings to help them find their strengths, to find their inner core, to find the grounding so that they may walk forward with confidence and find their path, their own individual path which may not even be what you originally thought or even designed for them the whole point is it's not about you it's about them and I think that I should also say here that encouragement has to be real and not insincere or saccharine coded because I think the youth in general are well they have radar for uh, superficiality and insincerity and their level of respect and trust will diminish rapidly if they feel as though they are being regarded in that fashion. I also want to stress that just because someone is different either in the way that they understand things, in the way that they digest things, in the way that they move, in the way that they think, in the way that they calculate, in the way that they speak, in the way that they look, it is not wrong to be different. And I I don't say this defensively, but I do say this from a place of deep understanding of myself that I am so different from well, everyone that I know, and maybe to some degree, and I may even have mentioned this in a previous podcast, and my husband will lovingly tease me about this, that I have really developed and uh, honed my sense of difference and individuality as my gift, because why not? That's who I am. I, I don't need to be the same as everyone else. And my my own celebration of being different is to see each one of those those places that don't I guess measure up or or no I don't want to use that word not measure up they 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 don't have a matching pair in someone else thereby it's another way of viewing things it's another way of presenting things it's another way of communicating and allowing people to see a greater sphere around them, a greater, uh, I guess, universal understanding. There's not universal understanding. And what I mean is, is that we understand universally, that we don't expect that we all understand the same way. I think that as a teacher or a, um, a guide or mentor or educator, it is, it's kind of up to us to 
view our students in this individual manner to see what makes them tick. If it's a if it's a physical art or a physical sport that you are teaching, then you need to figure out why a person in front of you is perhaps having a more difficult time uh, digesting or absorbing your information. And isn't that a fun challenge? Isn't doesn't that keep the job stimulating and interesting for us as opposed to having everyone be exactly the same, have the exact same capacity, the exact same understanding, the exact same facility, where we would just go on autopilot. And I, I can't think of a more ugh, boring way to go about life. <laughs> and, and that is, I guess, what I want to stress that in providing a safe environment, for those that we are caring for or loving, we need to remove the even quiet or underlying sense of critique or judgment in the way they initially or innately understand things, both physically and mentally, and never to make that wrong. And we can't play favorites. We can't use bullying, intimidation, or blame uh, methodology. Our minds need to be open to the beauty that lurks within every single human being, even when it is the most challenging, difficult experience because of either blocks or defenses that the person in front of you has put up, or because it is so different from your own inherent understanding of the world or the way to go forward that you really have to stretch and make your mind an elastic fabric to weave those thoughts through and end up with the most beautiful multicolored tapestry of overlapping thoughts and understandings that in essence just makes us fuller, richer human beings with more to give and more to share. And I feel like our relationships with our, or our relationship with ourself, how we view ourselves, how we project our own identity or self-identity out in the world is read and heard by those that we are trying to help. So if you are not completely accepting of all of your, uh, presumed fallacies or flaws or faults, then you are carrying with you a burden that will usually unconsciously, sometimes malignantly come out in your teachings. Uh, For example, in the dance world, there is such prevalent and ongoing systemic verbal abuse Um, of a really undermining passive-aggressive variety most of the time. Uh, Oh, well, with legs like that, you'll have to do fill-in-the-blank. Or uh, when you are so much bigger, or, oh, your measurements are so different than the girl before. Or, yeah, you shouldn't wear a tutu, it won't look good on you. Or you're not the right type to do that movement. It, it, why, why say it that way? Why, why does it have to be a not or a don't in order to move forward? It could be a, you know, 
I think this is an interesting choice and I feel like you will inherently get more from it. Why not have an open end in which humans feel the acceptance and the safety net of being able to understand themselves better, figure themselves out better, and thereby share more. I, I think that nurturing is a challenging aspect of humanity when it's real because we, we can't be unconditional with those that we don't have that ingrained unconditionality in our regard. And generally we are unconditional with those that come from our bodies, i.e. children, or sometimes our parents, just because we're all connected by blood. But I think there is a way of compassionately understanding each other that isn't unconditional because I think that that is unrealistic, but it is incredibly open and understanding. And I think that I can't stress enough how important I think it is that we start to make these changes in every level of our consciousness and in every stage of our lives so that we don't uh, hurt. I'm sorry, I'm doing all these pauses because this is such such an issue of depth and magnitude and it has hurt so many people in my memory it has hurt me it's now just recently hurt my daughter um i see it hurting people on a daily basis people hurt themselves when they you know open up a a picture or a photo and do an immediate comparison of themselves to that image as opposed to maybe instead looking at that image and just appreciating it for its own gorgeous rendition of cellular structure and anatomical makeup as opposed to oh they have or I'm not or etc cancellation cancellation thinking rather than um well accepting thinking so all that to say advocacy is being able to see the damage that maybe has been wreaked upon you or that you have been party to or part of and then undoing it in as much as we can by making sure that you don't wreak the same whether it be of a lesser variety or what you think you know that comment well we had it so hard you should have seen what I had to endure well, why do we have to even go there? Why does it have to be, you know, endurance? Why can't it be, yes, I came from a place of, of, ex- I guess, experiencing so much hurt that I developed layers and layers of defense and layers of coping mechanisms that didn't necessarily hinder me deep down, but became a battle that I then had to wage before I could move forward and find my free place and my place of journey. And I feel like that is, as an educator, 
and a friend and a daughter and a mother and a wife, I feel like that is my position. And I will continue to advocate for that until I don't have any breath left in my body. And I hope that many of you out there feel a resonance in your spirit when you hear this. And I know that so many of us walk around with parts of our heart that we've learned to heal or we've learned to express or maybe that we've closed off because of hurtful, uh, often malicious, often misguided, hopefully unconscious comments that are in our past. Let's change that. Let's be the solution, not the problem. Let's be the healing, not the damage. And on that note, I thank you all for having another listen. And for those of you that perhaps shared uh, your thoughts, your feelings, and your stories uh, in the commentary after my post, and please feel free to continue reaching out in that fashion. I think that, that I'm figuring out as I age and move onward in my life, that my path is going to be more in these directions and that perhaps I will find myself sharing more of these advocating thoughts and these indignant um, realizations and will invite you to share and move forward with me so that we can really help change what is around us and what has already happened. So thank you again for coming to Sarah's space and I will be back. I can't guarantee exactly when, hopefully without such a long hiatus, but I can guarantee I will be back. All right, bye.